Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Akun Wong, I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Football Garbage Time, and with me as always is my co-host from Full Press Coverage, Rep the District, right here on FGT, and anywhere you good podcasts are found, it's Trevor Stores. How you doing? <laughs> I am great, my kid. How you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. We were just talking about pre-shows. We were shocked that there was actually all these games on Saturday coming up. They're literally going to kibosh my weekend. You know, I'm not going to be able to do anything <laughs> else now. My, I mean, before I gave them my Sunday, now they got my Saturday too. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna get nothing done, my friend. This is gonna be a, this is gonna be a trip. Um, so this week we're gonna have a lot to talk about. We're gonna be talking about. Uh, the playoff scenario for Week 15, including particularly the NFC East and how that might play out. We're going to talk about 49ers quarterback savior, dare I say, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, the savior, uh, Kyler Murray's injury and the impact on the Arizona Cardinals, whether the surprising Detroit Lions may make a playoff run, and our MVP predictions, because I think we're getting close enough that we can start making some, giving some thoughts on MVP predictions, our updated AFC and NFC championship predictions, which are starting to move. <laughs> They're starting to move for me. Uh, and then top games that we would like to watch in week 15. So, with all that to cover, geez, we got to get rolling. All right, so let's talk about the playoffs. The playoffs, because they're around the corner. I can't believe how close we're getting. We're going into week 15 here, and there are already lots of possible scenarios for clinching the playoffs. Uh, I'll walk through that first, but I want to then talk to you about, um, talk to you, Trev, about the NFC East and how you see that playing out. So right now, there are a couple teams that may clinch playoff berths. Now, there is one that's already clinched, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. They've already clinched. Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys will clinch a playoff berth if Dallas wins or Dallas ties and the Giants and the uh, Commanders do not end in a tie, which is not a given, as we've seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, then number three, if Dallas ties, Seattle loses or tie. Number four, Seattle loses, Detroit loses or tie, or Seattle loses and Washington loses. So obviously the Dallas Cowboys have their fate in their own hands because if they win, they're in, and that would be a clinch playoff scenario. The Minnesota Vikings also have a potential to clinch a playoff, uh, and they can clinch the NFC North division title with a win or a tie this weekend against the Indianapolis Colts, or if Detroit loses or tie. I can't believe that Detroit is actually playing into uh, the playoff seating and playoff scenarios in week 15. So we'll get to that in a minute because the hats off to them. San Francisco 49ers, they also have a possibility to clinch the uh, NFC West with a tie this weekend. On the AFC side, the Buffalo Bills, they clinch a playoff berth with a win or a Buffalo tie and Chargers loss or Buffalo tie and the Jets loss and a New England loss or Buffalo tie, New York Jets loss, New England tie and a Chargers tie. That'd be a lot of ties. I don't think that's going to happen. But they, again, also hold their destiny in their own hands. Buffalo wins. They're in Kansas City Chiefs. They also have a scenario here. They clinch the AFC West division title with a win or a Chargers loss or if both the Chiefs and the Chargers tie. Uh, the Kansas City uh, clinches a playoff berth with, basically with a tie and a, new, and a Jets loss and a New England loss and all of these other kind of scenarios. Chances are the uh, Chiefs will find a way to clinch um, in some way. Uh, on the other hand, there's also um, – there's essentially uh, – no, that's it. That's all of them. That's all the possible scenarios for this weekend. And, and as you see, 
a number of NFC East teams in play there, including one, the only one that has an actual playoff berth tied up. So let's talk about that first. Let's talk about each of the teams in NFC East, Trev, and what do you think their chances are to make a playoff run in light of all these scenarios? Uh, Eagles are already there. They'll make a playoff right. run. All of them make a playoff yeah. run, but they'll make the playoffs for sure. Dallas showed, even though they got the win on Sunday, barely, that they're inconsistent, yep. that they're shaky, cannot be trusted, um, but they'll make the playoffs. Uh, then you have us, which we are in the same uh, boat with the New York Giants, same record, and we have a tie with the New York Giants. If we beat them Sunday night football, we are in the playoffs, and I do not think the Giants will win, obviously, and they'll lose out. And, and then they have the, the toughest remaining schedule left out of everybody in the NFC in the division. So right. um, their chance to make the playoffs is slim to none, especially if they lose Sunday. Um, right now at this point, though, it's all of us in the playoffs, which is wild. Every team for the NFC East division is currently in the playoffs. <laughs> right. Yeah, just said wild because we went from NFC least to NFC beast in just a matter of what a season or two, which is insane. But I think uh, after Sunday, action, uh, the playoff scenario will be much much clearer and uh, more played out, obviously. But right now we're all in. But I think three of us will get in with us winning on Sunday to help us out. So, so you think the Giants will be left out in the cold as far yeah. as the uh, yeah they the, start uh, off strong. But they've they've they have they've lost or tied their last four games. Um then they play us Sunday. I think they play the Cowboys again. No, they play the Vikings, us, maybe Philly again, and somebody else. Their schedule is the toughest out of the remaining opponents, so I just don't see them beating any of the remaining teams they have left to playing with the way they've been playing so far so or lately. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, I'm, I'm tending to agree with you now. I mean, it really does boil down to that game. So I, I guess we've already previewed one game that has significant playoff implications that we'd want to watch in Week 15. Certainly mm-hmm. one to keep a close eye on. Now, what it's about those other scenarios there? I mean, obviously there's the, the Bills, Chiefs, Vikings. All those guys can clinch this weekend. What do you think uh, about those? Do you think there's all, they're all going to clinch or they're more likely, one more likely to clinch than others? I think I think they're going to clinch. Um, it's it's go time. These teams have been there in this position before, so when it's time to turn it on, they turn it on. I think the Bills will, will clinch, the Chiefs will clinch, and the Vikings. Ah, they can't be trusted either. They've they've yeah. been tweaking by pretty much all season long. They're up and That's down. Right. So who do they play this weekend? They play Detroit. Uh, so yeah. So the the Vikings. No, the, yeah. so the Vikings actually Colts. are going to play. Uh, let's see here. I think the Colts, right? The Colts, yes, yeah. Colts. That'll be the first yeah, Saturday game. Yeah, they'll clinch. Yeah, I, and I think that's the crazy one about it because the you know, as we, I think we talked about this last week, the Vikings actually uh, of their ten wins, nine of them were within one score or less. Yeah. So, so. we saw they are inconsistent, and the Detroit Lions they are making a little bit of a push here, and mm-hmm. uh, and we were going to tee this up later on, but I just want to ask you right now: I mean, the Lions face the Jets this weekend. Um, the Lions have been on a ridiculous hot streak over the last seven games. I mean, it's, it's amazing. They started off their season one and six, one and six. And since then they've won five of six. I mean, that's very impressive, including beating the Packers, Bears, Giants, Jaguars, Vikings. Now, you know, not all those are impressive, (laughs) but I think that, you know, beating the Vikings is not a small feat beating the Packers. They always have a chance to, to, to rally uh, against any team of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's, that's significant. And they only lost to the bills by five points, uh, sorry, three points, three points. So it's really close. What do you think about the Detroit Lions? Do they have a chance here? I mean, they're closing out against the Jets, Panthers, Bears, and Packers. 
Um, they've already beat the Bears and Packers before. So what do you think? Oh, man. I, I think it's 50-50. I think with how bad the, the Bears are and how the bad the Packers are playing and consistent, they have a chance. But those are both division games. And, right. Uh, you, you can never um, be trusted count in the out. division game. Yeah, can never count right. out. You know, just because you played them once before doesn't mean they're going to play the exact same way the second time because in between right. time, team grows. Even with us, we just played the Giants um, two weeks ago, had a bye. We're playing them again this week. doesn't matter. It's going to be a completely different probably game style or game flow than it was two weeks ago because it's, it's a division right. game. So I just think – and it's the Lions. Like, yeah, they won five out of six, but look who they beat as well. But um, they are – at least, hey, it's a win's a win. So, yes, they can – they potentially can make the playoffs with these next four games, but those two division games can kind of maybe derail them uh, just because they're division games. And also depends on what everybody else does in the NFC. So, yep, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how that all kind of play out, which is why I'll have a close eye because you know the Jets are also one of those teams that were kind of surging, kind of hit a speed. Yeah. They kind of fixed their problems at quarterback, kinda, and then now Mike White is playing injured. Um, you know, I just don't know how much confidence I have in that offense if he's not 100. percent So I don't know what to think there. That, that could be this could be a turning point for both those teams, the Detroit Lions and the. New York exactly. Jets. I like the Jets' defense. I like, I like Sauce Gardner. I really do. He's, Absolutely. Sauce Gardner he's has good. been a, as advertised, basically yeah. as advertised. So that that is also a fun one. All right. Well, that's, that's a lot to talk about here, and obviously mm-hmm. lots of things to watch in Week 15 with regard to the potential for clinching the playoffs. So really going to be a fun weekend. Over two days. Over two days. Yeah. going to just like, totally take over my life. All right. So in the boxing bell, let's turn uh, really briefly and talk about Brock. Purdy, because of course he was Mr. Irrelevant. He was the pick number 262 by the San Francisco 49ers in 2022. And here he is leading the 49ers to two big wins. First, last uh, two weeks ago, he threw for 210 yards, two touchdowns, interception, and uh, beat the Miami Dolphins 33 to 17. And then this last weekend, very impressively, uh, a 16 to 21 for 185 yards, two touchdowns. And uh, beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 35 to seven. He had a QBR of 92.8 and a passer rating of 134.0. Did the entire NFL just miss out on Brock Purdy? Did they find a diamond in the rough here? Is this the next Tom Brady? What are you thinking about Brock Purdy and the 49ers? Um, Brock Purdy came in and did what he had to do as a backup quarterback, as a third string quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. He had a lot of help. I mean, a couple of throws were nice throws, and he had to scramble for a touchdown. He played yep. very, very well. But a lot of it goes against just the tail to tail of the season. The 49ers defense has been great all year, and Tampa Bay cannot, and Tampa Bay can't score points all year. So right. to, to see them only score seven is not surprising. I mean, it kind of is still. I mean, you have Tom Brady. Like yeah. for some reason, still like they should be able to score at least twenty, like low twenties. Yeah. Nah, they don't. So you know, I mean, they just came back and won seventeen sixteen against the Saints in, in the fourth quarter. That's seventeen points. So they're just ten shy of what they averagely score. So. That's right. not surprising. Um, Brock Purdy did his job. He came and played well, but it's more telling about the 49ers defense. They just don't let anybody score, and they give their offense op- short fields and better opportunities to get the ball in the end zone, no matter who's quarterbacking back there. Because Jimmy G is not a world beater either, but he seems to get no. it done back there. So yep. credit to the defense and all the other specialty weapons on that. But, yeah, Brock Purdy is – he's all right. 
<laughs> he's all right. All right. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure he'd take that because at the beginning of the season, nobody even knew who he was. So that's uh, right. you know, that's a big plus. You know, going from no, being from going from unknown to all right is not bad. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I think what this tells me though is that Jimmy G is not coming back next year. This, if Trey Lance is healthy, Brock Purdy is the backup, right? Ooh. I mean, there's just no reason to keep Jimmy G around Ooh. at that point. I, that's, what, that's what I think he's going. He's going to get. He's going to get Wally pipped by Brock One Purdy. Game? Well, two games, like a game and a half. I mean, it's not. I just think that they see uh, Brock Purdy can run this offense as a game manager just as well as Jimmy G can. That's that's my thought on this. Um, And I'm a fan of Jimmy G. I I like Jimmy Garoppolo. So I'm just saying, I'm seeing something here where he can be an effective backup quarterback in the NFL, and you don't need to get two backups. I mean, uh, although I may be wrong because I did need two backups this year. So (laughs) who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's a good idea to keep them both around. Uh, while you have it. All right, let's go ahead and hit the boxing bell on that and move on to our next topic. And that is Tyler Murray, because this is huge blow to the Arizona Cardinals who are struggling already uh, out of the gate and not having a great time. I mean, this is uh, brutal, absolutely brutal. Kyle Murray officially diagnosed with season ending knee injury. Uh, And of course there is uh, Rondale Moore also on IR now uh, again on IR and the Cardinals GM, Steve Kame, has stepped away for health reasons as well. The Arizona Cardinals are falling apart. So I don't really know what to say here. But, man, ACL tear on Monday Night Football, tough break with Kyler Murray. He only had basically one, uh, only like, I think it was the third play of the game when it yeah. happened. Non-contact injury it was pretty clear what was going to happen there. What do you think, uh, the Arizona Cardinals? I mean, I, they obviously were lost to begin with. Uh, now they're really, really lost. But what do you think they do from this point forward? I have no idea. I guess you just play Colt McCoy and let him keep getting killed in his career back there too for the rest of the season. <laughs> and, then just, and then just start over. I mean, their O-line is unhealthy, so that's the reason why Colt McCoy's been killed. Yeah. Um, they weren't doing great, even with the healthy Kyler Murray, so I'm not trying to be rude, no offense, but this really doesn't change anything to me, I think. Yeah, um, I think I agree. <laughs> I mean, the Arizona Cardinals weren't really going anywhere anyway. No, no, um, no. I so, think you blow it up, bro. I think you blow it up because it's just weird to me how you have A.J. Green, an aging A.J. Green, who, look, he still has it. He proves it every day, but you can't tell because who the quarterback is, number one. Number right. two, you have D-Hop, who you got in a bizarre trade, and you can't mm-hmm. really tell because one, he's hurt half the season, and then when he is healthy, you can't really tell because who the quarterback is. And right. so, like, and then you have an aging J.J. Watt, who's probably looking to retire soon. So just go ahead and blow it up. I want to see D-Hop somewhere else. A.J. Green can either retire or go somewhere else. And right. go ahead and get another quarterback because Kyler Murray just, I don't know, for some reason he just can't be trusted. He, I feel like he had a better college career than he will ever have an NFL career. Yeah. And I don't really feel like this isn't for him. Maybe go back to baseball, which is his true love in the first place. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, just blow it up, start over, get rid of the coach, too. Cliff Kingsbury is not a, an NFL coach. I mean, there's no reason why you, you have Kyler Murray, who is honestly like no slouch, but he's not like a world beater. He yeah. And I, J.J. Watt, right. like you, you, Isaiah Simmons, you draft, you draft Zayvon Collins. Like you have a decent roster and you can't produce year after year. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. And yeah. it's too bad because I've always been a big fan of Kyler Murray. I thought he was going right. to do something – big in the NFL and he was just plagued with injuries and um, attitude and yeah. all sorts of weird stuff, you know, I mean, it just, just yeah. didn't, didn't add up. It just, all of it didn't mm-hmm. add up. And 
uh, yeah, maybe it's not time. I mean, the, the Cardinals are whiffing in those first-round quarterbacks. You might recall they drafted Josh Rosen at one point, too. So, yeah. um, obviously not doing so well here. Uh, they and the Jets can race to the bottom in worse quarterback mm-hmm. picks in the first round. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, we'll see what happens. But it's going to be a while until we see Cal Murray again. It's ACL tear. It's going to take a, a long time. Um, she probably yeah. is unlikely to be ready at the beginning of next season. So, um, we'll see what happens from this point forward for the poor Cardinals. But I agree, D-Hop is being wasted there. He needs to go someplace else. Um, and we will see what happens there. Let's go ahead and hit the boxing bell on that one. And let's talk about um, the next thing here. And that is and that is our MVP predictions. Because we, we haven't done this yet. Um, right. So we're going to take a stab at this now. And I, I want to throw out a couple names here. And I, some of them surprising. And, and this these come from fantasy numbers, okay? So okay. don't – you got to keep in mind, obviously, it's not the impact on the team. Um, MVP obviously includes impact on the team, so this is not necessarily the list. But I was looking at this, and it came up that the highest percentage of uh, fantasy football teams that made it to the playoffs had one of these players. Number one, Travis Kelce. Number two, Josh Jacobs. Number three, Jalen Hurts. Number four, Tyreek Hill. And number five, Austin Eckler. So let's talk about MVP for the season. Um, it could be one of those five guys. could be somebody else. What are your thoughts on who do you think is in the running for MVP at the end of the season? Ooh, in the running? you got to put yep. Pat Mahomes there. You can mm-hmm. also put Travis Kelsey there, too. Yeah. You can definitely put Jalen Hurts in there. Um, ooh. I, I really do think, though, depending on what happens to the Dolphins going forward, you could yeah. put Tyreek Hill there. It just really he depends. Could. If they don't make the playoffs or yeah. – they get eliminated right away, then I don't know you would say he was MVP. But if they actually make a deep run in the playoffs, I, Tyreek Hill is the one difference uh, between this year's Dolphins and last year's Dolphins. The one big difference, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I like Justin Jefferson. Can be, can yeah, be Justin Jefferson is yeah, obviously a huge like world beater. He's having a 2,000 yards. I mean, if he gets 2,000 yeah. yards, that's MVP. I mean, that's yeah. just, I mean, hands down, no matter what happens, that's just insane. Um, but who I think is MVP right now, after I mentioned my list of running, I yep. think it's going to have to be Jalen Hurts. And I yeah. hate to say it because he's in my division and I'm not a Jalen Hurts fan, but the proof is in the pudding. I just looked up his stats. It's in a nutshell stats. Last year, he had 3,144 yards passing, 16 tutties, and nine picks with a rating of 87.2. Four games left this season. He's already thrown for 3,157 yards, 22 touchdowns, and three interceptions, a rating overall 108.4. Completely yeah. different. They were a playoff team with a run game at 9-8 and eight because of mathematics they got in. And then this right. year, they're 12-1 with a clinching number one seed with four games left, and he already had better stats than his, his whole entire season stats last year. He has four right. games left. I mean, that's just my 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 opinion right now, Jalen Hurts. No, I agree. I absolutely agree. And, he, and he's done it with periodic injuries to players around him yeah. as well. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and he's just gutted it out, and, and he's been a force to be reckoned with. I mean, his, his ability to uh, find throwing lanes, has been uh, I don't know what happened in the off season, but he is he has dramatically improved there. And when he runs, he's very effective running the ball. You know, mm-hmm. so I definitely think that there is a huge plus. I mean, how much of this though do you think is AJ Brown? You know, being oh, a lot of there? It is AJ Brown. 
But, I mean, he did say AJ Brown was his best friend, quote-unquote, whatever. So, I guess they really do have the chemistry. I mean, it's proving on the field every year. And they kind right. of make you forget he has Devontae Smith. You don't even hear his name at all anymore. You yeah. hear AJ Brown, AJ Brown. But then you right. like, oh, Devontae Smith just scored a touchdown? I forgot he was on the Eagles. <laughs> so, I mean, it's half – I mean, some of it is definitely AJ Brown. But, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. I mean <laughs> – People said you give him weapons, he'll be a better quarterback, and he's proving that right now. So, yeah, I, I totally, I, I totally agree with all that. I mean, and it's interesting to me because it was, it wasn't obvious to me that AJ Brown was going to succeed in what I perceived to be a very ground-heavy, run-heavy offense, yeah. and they really turned it around. I mean, they really mm-hmm. opened it up. And Devontae Smith has uh, benefited from this. And actually, when Dallas Goddard went down, I thought they were toast because, quite frankly, he was imp- he was important not only as a pass catcher, but in terms of picking up blitzes, staying back in protection. He was doing a fantastic job on both sides of that, not only being a move tight end, but being an actual blocking tight end. And I thought when they lost him, it was going to be a problem. And there were some weaknesses with the uh, Eagles after he immediately went off, but they've really switched it over, uh, and they've just been dominant. I mean, I, I just don't even know how else to put it. You know, I, I look back now, and the fact that they have that one loss is like, wow, I can't, I can't believe they've been able to roll so much this oh, season. And a lot of that's got to be Jalen Hurts' development. Um, yep. And it's interesting because I, I – and you might have seen this, but uh, our friend Scott King had tweeted out when <laughs> Jalen Hurts was uh, – Jalen Hurts oh, was drafted man. that there's no reason for this and that the only way that Jalen Hurts gets into the game is if they use him as a Taysom Hill – and that uh, he'll never be better than Carson Wentz. So obviously that did not age well <laughs> at all. At um, all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he regrets it 1,000% at this point. But anyway, that, that's it. I, I agree with you. I think uh, Jalen Hurts gets the MVP regardless of what happens in the playoffs, honestly, because mm-hmm. of what he's done in the regular season, even up to this point. I think he deserves it. So uh, that being said, let's go ahead and hit the boxing bell on that part. And let's move on to our next topic here. And that's our updated AFC and NFC championship prediction. So this um, is, mo- is a moving target, <laughs> obviously. And, things, and we've been doing this for the last three weeks now. But give me your thoughts on who you think will be in the AFC and NFC. Has it changed at all? Or is it the same for you? Man. I still think it's going to be the Chiefs. And probably the Bills. I mean, they just got that superstar wide receiver Cole Beasley to help. Josh Allen used him, I think, the best. Yeah. Uh, and outside of Tony Romo in Dallas, he was good there too. But it's just funny because Cole Beasley had a chance to play with Tom Brady, went down there and was like, nah, I'm done. Then he right. was like, hey, I'll go back to Buffalo, even though I tweeted I'd never want to be in Buffalo again. And he goes back yeah. to Buffalo. <laughs> Very oh, how the ties have changed. <laughs> yes, but hey, it is what it is. Chiefs, Chiefs and Bills, I mean, it's that time of the season where, they, like I said earlier in the show, they, it's, they know when to turn it on, when it counts, and it's, they'll turn it on and, and do whatever it takes to get to the, either the, the first round bye or at least a good, a good seed in the playoffs. That's my yeah. AFC championship. NFC, man, this thing is still wide open. I agree. The Niners are good, but how good are, is it, is it going to last? Are they going to figure – is San Francisco's defense going to get figured out or not? Um, if Brock Purdy happens to be the quarterback in the postseason, he's never been there. How will he turn out in that uh, um, fashion? Tom Brady just lost, but, I mean, if he wins a division, <laughs> they're in the playoffs. Right. That's what their division is. 
All you yeah. have to do is win it at this point, and he's in. That's probably his focus, so we'll see what happens there. Um, I'm going to go probably Philadelphia and the Washington Commanders will be in the oh, NFC Championship. I, 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 changed, I woke up a changed man. I woke up ready to beat the crap out of the Giants and just keep on going, baby, because I think our defense is legit. I think our team is legit. And this is the most focus I've ever seen us play in the past few years. So okay, all right. Well, that's that is that would be that'd be interesting. I'd be I'd like to see it. Um, I, you know, it's interesting because the only team that had a chance, essentially in the NFC South, I, at least I thought, to catch up to the Buccaneers were the Falcons, and they've decided to bench Marcus Mariota and yeah. uh, elevate Desmond Ritter, which means they've thrown in the towel. Right. I mean, clearly they're thrown in the towel now. Marcus Mariota weirdly just left the Falcons after being benched, which is uh, a little bit odd. But Desmond Ritter uh, starting at this point in the season means that the rest of the NFC South is basically a foregone conclusion. The Buccaneers make it as long as they don't completely implode in dramatic manner over the last couple of weeks here. Um, right. and, but they have a tough, you know, they have some tough uh, games this week. They're playing the Bengals. That's not, really? I mean, that's, a, that's not a gimme by any stretch that of the imagination. And, and actually, I am starting to believe on the AFC side, that it will be the Bengals and the Chiefs. That's that's I'm, and I I would love to see the Bills there because I think I think the Bills deserve to get there. But Josh mm-hmm. Allen has been a little bit off, and I'm not exactly sure if that's injury related or not. And their defense has not been that um, not notable. Chiefs obviously don't have a great defense either. But Patrick Mahomes has that kind of magic <laughs> that gets them anywhere. Yeah, uh, and does. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals end up there. They're they're getting hot at the right time to get Jamar Chase back, uh, and they just look just a completely solid overall team right now. Um, exactly what I thought of they would be after they got to the Super Bowl last year. And they got the Chiefs number. They beat, as we said before, they beat them three times in a row now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it'd be interesting to see what happens if they end up in the AFC Championship. On the NFC side, I, I, I can't, it's hard for me to bet against the Eagles at this point. Um, the only other team that I think has a shot of being there, honestly, and this is no offense to the commanders of the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys have... I mean, they almost lost it against the Houston Texans, which is crazy, but I think they all, all around have a, a very, very good, one of the best defenses in the league. And uh, when they're clicking on offense, and that's not always true, when they're clicking on offense, they look good, particularly now that they've unleashed Tony Pollard. I think unleashing Tony Pollard has done wonders for them. Yeah. Uh, and that is, and, and for Zika Alia too, because he doesn't have to carry the load, and he wasn't really built for that anymore. So uh, they look much, much better. But uh, you can't count out the playoff Tom, so that's the tough no, one. <laughs> that's the hard part, man. I, I can't – it's hard to account for that, that uh, amount of experience that he has in the playoffs and the fact that he knows how to uh, win those types of tight games against teams that are arguably better than his. So uh, I'm going to say Eagles-Buccaneers is what I'm going to say, and I, I don't feel strongly about it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put money on that. Yeah, it'll change. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy. So a lot of things to talk about there. Let's let's go ahead and hit the last topic of the day, and that is um, those top games to watch in, in week 15. We've already talked about a couple of them uh, that we think are really, really important. Um, but what are your thoughts here on teams that you are watching, games that you're watching in week 15 that you are really interested in? Um, tonight, starting off, for sure, we're going to have Seahawks. Seahawks is kind of a uh, – we need them to lose so our path to the playoffs can be a lot more clearer too and easier to get to, especially if we beat the Giants on Sunday. Right. Uh, I'm pulling up the rest of the schedule right now. Um, let's see here. Dolphins, Bills. That should be very Yeah, very that's good. a big one. 
That's a huge yeah. one because the, the Dolphins have really slipped off a ledge. As everyone knows, I was predicting the Dolphins to be an AFC championship game up until last week even, even after the bad performance. But there is something wrong with uh, Tua. I just don't know what it is, timing, something. Um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's funny. They At one point, Tyreek Hill, and I don't – I think you probably saw this. He picked up the fumble and ran it back for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Those yards he had in the, in that fumble return for a touchdown were two more than the entire Miami Dolphins team in the first half. Yeah, that's, so, pretty, bad. that's pretty bad. That's, really uh, that's, bad. Not, that's not good. That is not a way um, to win games. Our game, Sunday night, of course, Giants-Commanders. And yeah, then probably Lions-Jets. They both are trying to make the playoffs somehow. Yeah. Sunday. That should yep. be pretty good. And, yep. and that's about it, honestly. Everyone else is just not. Rams. Well, Packers. Bengals, Bucks. I, got, we got, Bengals, I, got, I want to yeah, see if the Buccaneers are for. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I think that the Bengals are going to win this game, right? But sure. I, I would. I would be. If, you never can tell <laughs> what yeah, the Buccaneers, I, 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 Buccaneers never show up. Can. Never can. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's why we watch the game, though, right? Because you never can mm-hmm. tell what's going to happen here. What, what I think is a travesty, it. though, is that Monday Night Football is Rams Packers. Oh my yeah. God. Can you flex that out of Monday Night Football? Are Baker you kidding Mayfield me? And Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I did really enjoy Baker Mayfield uh, last Thursday, though. I thought that was really kind of fun. You know, I mean, the guy, and we're joking about this, right? That yeah. he basically only had a chance to read the playbook in the plane on the way over. <laughs> he knew like maybe three plays. And he said this during the game. He's like, yeah, he knows like four plays. After the game, he said he went ahead and booked the flight to L.A. before the waiver wire even closed. So he was, like, betting on himself he would be picked up by the Rams before they Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that worked out. I watched the story even more. So it's like, wow. <laughs> I know. That's amazing. And then what a great, what a great uh, fun game uh, to watch. I mean, him just really just opening it up. And, and you know, you got to look at the Saints side. What a mess the Saints are. What a yeah. mess. You know, I mean – they had so many opportunities to put that game away, and they could not do it. Clearly, Andy Dalton is not the answer. It, yeah. and, and Alvin, he's made Alvin Kamara bad. I mean, Alvin Kamara looks terrible this year. Um, so I don't know what's going on there. But, you know, good for you, Baker Mayfield. Maybe we'll see more commercials now, which is all I really want out of him is more commercials. I don't really care if he plays football or not. Uh, I just like his commercials. I think he's fun. All right. Well, that is it. We got into the end of the show here, and uh, we're going ahead and – Hit the air horn on the show. Uh, all right. So, uh, Trev, why don't you give us your uh, social media so people can follow you? I'm on Twitter, at TrevHTTC, Instagram, Trev underscore stores. I'm on uh, Rest of the District podcast with Nathan and the Stoner. Yes, Football sir. Garbage Time with Hakum Long right here. With right Mr. here. Wow. And George Carmi over there with uh, Full Press Commander. So, I'm everywhere. He is everywhere. Like I said, anywhere that good podcast can be found, you will find Trevor Stores. That's just what's going to happen. Uh, anyway, you can uh, find me on Twitter at FB Garbage Time or on Facebook at the Football Garbage Time webpage. As usual, thank you for listening and wasting time with us. And until next time, enjoy your NFL week. And in particular, your NFL Saturday and Sunday. Bye, guys.